Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic, we drink a new loaf on Bevy, and sometimes we shoot the shit. And we are shooting the shit. We are catching up. We're seeing what's going on. We're talking hot topics. Oh my gosh, Natalie just got super excited. Happy Halloween, you guys. (gasps) It's Halloween? It's Halloween. Oh my gosh. Oh, lots. Send us pictures of your costumes. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see. Well, I mean, probably most people went out this weekend, right? Yeah. We're a little bit um, in the past. But um, I feel like... Yeah, I'm curious what ends up being. I think it will be Barbie. I think there'll be a lot of Barbies. There'll be a lot of Barbies. Well, now that I'm not doing... Well, let's get into the drink and then we can talk. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, the drink today. In Natalie's E.T. bag. Coming out of the E.T. bag is... Oh! Ginger lemon flavored probiotic sparkling beverage, tart refreshing, bubbly, and cultured. What? That doesn't sound like any words that I knew. But um, Trader Joe's. Oh yay! I'm gonna like this one. This I actually do believe. I said I think I've said this several times, but I genuinely do believe this is the last beverage <laughs> at Trader Joe's. The Ooh. last one. Although maybe I just need to go to a new Trader Joe's and see if they've got anything else. I can start bringing stuff too. <sighs> if you can find anything that we haven't done. Also, the maple fudge has not been at my Trader Joe's for weeks, and it's very, very upsetting. I've never even had that. I don't even know what that is. <gasps> it's so good. Really? Oh, my God. It's so good. I haven't been to Trader Joe's in weeks. Uh, weeks. It's, it's just convenient. It's right there, you know. Yeah. It's really convenient for sure. Yeah. Okay. So, Halloween. Yes. Oh, there's so many places I want to go here. One, costumes. Yes. Two, spooky traditions. Mm-hmm. Three, I'm really sad we didn't go on our Salem trip. Though we did Uh, learn our lesson, and I don't think October— I saw a girl's TikTok, and she was like, October's, like, not the time to come to Salem. Like, she was just showing the lines. Remember, like, we couldn't even get food. Like, it was just— We couldn't even get internet. Like, there was no cell service because there were so many people. I know. But then I also am like, all the really fun little, like, I wonder if they do the same. I know, the same, like, things. I think we, our plan was that we were going to go earlier in October. Yeah. Because we went, it was not Halloween weekend, it was the weekend it before. It was, like, the weekend before. And it was a shit show. But it was also, yeah. like, so fun. There was, like, a lot of different, like, activations going on. Yes. It was, like, the most fall yeah. thing I've ever experienced in my life. Like, crunchy leaves, crisp air, hot cider. It was like walking around Halloween Town. It, it is literally Town. is like walking. Well, it it's walking around Hocus Pocus. Yeah, like that is where they filmed it. Yeah, like so. Then when they filmed Hocus Pocus two, I was watching it, and I was noticing like, oh, there's we've just we've done all that. Yeah, I love Salem. I know. Also, getting in and out of Salem around Halloween, Ugh. fucking nightmare. The car. Natalie and I got oh, some janky no. rental car that literally. Had there were probably drug a dead paraphernalia in it. <laughs> yeah. We considered driving it too. We're like, maybe we should just drive maybe it. We should just get it. But then it was like it was something like the like one of the windows was busted <laughs> out or something. It was a zip car. <laughs> it was a zip that had gone awry. And then we just Ubered. Yeah, we just took an Uber, but it it's crowded. It's crowded. 
but also very fun. Yeah. Okay, so Halloween costumes. So I was considering being Barbie. Uh-huh. And maybe future Corinne does is Barbie. Uh-huh. But originally, Joe and I were going to be the Little Mermaid. And Eric. Yeah, and I was going to have yeah. my braids and, mm-hmm. you know, our interracial mm-hmm. love yep. and all of that. Yeah. So that's what, like, we were planning on. And but Joe could really pull off Eric, too. Yeah. That's very similar. And he, he loves nautical things. Yeah. And he's kind of like he used a, to live on a boat. Yeah. It just all Very made, on brand. It all made sense. But now I'm going to a bachelorette party kind of vibe. Oh, right. So, so you guys aren't going to do costumes? Nobody knows. Uh, I hope so. Maybe at least you guys can do like wigs or something. Oh, love a wig. Mm-hmm. Love a wig moment. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? Now you can tell people because it's going to be yes. already happening. Well, I would tell people regardless, but... My plan is to be Donatella Versace. Oh, yes. Oh, that's why you're looking up all the Versace. Yes, yes. Donatella Versace is my new favorite person. Mm. I don't know how I got on some sort of, like, kick about Donatella Versace, but I judged her so wrong. I I don't know much about her. I didn't really either. And then I started, like, learning more about her, learning more about, like, I was watching interviews with her. She's so funny. Like she's, purposely or just yes okay, okay purposely like she's so unserious which you would never like you look at her and yeah you think, she looks very serious and she says that she says people think I'm really cold but like I'm actually like really not and I'm actually afraid of you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like she's so funny and chill and the fact that she inherited her brother's empire after he was murdered mm-hmm. and they were like um you don't really have time to grieve like here like you own it now fix like do everything. And she was like, what? So then she just had to like fucking figure it out. She was never supposed to be. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. Oh my God. And she's so, she's very much like progressive in terms of helping younger designers. And like, she was the first person to put an insulin pump on the runway. Yes. She was the first person to design a dress for Lila Moss. And she uh-huh. purposely had cutouts so that she could have the insulin pump showing. I'm like, yeah. I love her. How old is she? Uh, she's like 66 or something. Oh, 67. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lifelong smoker and sun bather. Okay. So <laughs> she might, you know, but <laughs> I fucking love her. Okay. So you have, you're getting the blonde wig. I got the blonde wig. What what elements do you need to achieve that look? Okay. Like what are her iconic elements? Blonde blonde wig, bleached eyebrows. Oh, okay. And are you gonna bleach your eyebrows? I think I can do it with makeup. Okay. But if I do bleach them, I can dye them back. I don't mm-hmm. care. But I'll probably just do it with makeup. And then the outfit is what's hard because I obviously cannot buy nineties Versace. Right. <laughs> vintage, right. you know. I did look and they're the ones that I'm going for, like the look that I want, it's like $40,000. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. So, cuz it's historic. So I'm trying I'm trying to make it myself. So I'm tr- I'm just I'm I'm trying to get the elements together. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. And huge platform shoes, which, which you already wear. Done. You got that. Check. Yeah. Already have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, are you going anywhere? Yeah, I have a party on um the Saturday. Okay, perfect. And actually, we're talking about this, so... It's already happened. The day before yesterday? No, two days before yesterday. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, and she has a very iconic blacked-out smoky eye. Oh, you can achieve that, too. 
I know. I'm ready. I'm really excited for you. Me too. You guys, go to Natalie's Instagram, and I'm sure there's a pic right and now. And if there's not, it's because I couldn't figure out the costume, and I, I switched to something else. Oh. But the plan is that. I think the plan's going to happen. Yeah. Didn't you wear a blonde? You, is that the same blonde wig that you wore? No, you wore a black wig. I wore a white wig. Oh, a white wig. Last year because I was a witch. Willow the witch. I was Willow the witch at Corinne and Joe's murder mystery murder Halloween mystery party. party. Oh, my God. The production value on that thing. Oh, my God. It was incredible. Yeah. It was a lot of work, and I think it was appreciated by everybody. It was a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know why I was doing that. I'm glad you did, because I think everybody loved it. I will not do that again. <laughs> it was great. And yes, I was a witch. And then the year before that, I was Cher, and I had the long black wig. Okay, so you're always doing a long wig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you decided about your hair, your actual hair on your head? <sighs> no. Okay. I haven't decided yet. Okay. I think it'll either go ginger or I'm going to, like, where my roots are. You can't. I can't explain this for people to make it make sense, but bleach them white mm-hmm. so that I don't have to keep doing my roots. Mm-hmm. But on the top of my head, I can't do that. So it's just on the sides. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like similar to like doula peep. Yes. Sort of like that. Okay. From a couple years ago. Uh huh. Because I'm just sick of doing my fucking roots. Natalie's one of the few that has blonde natural hair. And I just got it done like two weeks ago and they're already growing out. At least it's, it is better than the reverse, I will say. Because it is so light. So it's like, it's not as harsh of a line. I guess. you. It, I kind of like when people have dark hair and, and or uh, light hair and dark roots, though. I understand. But I will say, like, they probably would prefer to have your situation. Grass yeah. is always greener on the other side, for always. sure. Always. And that's greener. what I always live by. Yes. <laughs> and I've always said that. I've always said that. <laughs> what are some Halloween traditions you have? Well, oh, uh, I had no idea chili on Halloween was a thing. Uh-huh. No idea. Never, I never heard of it. Never. And I had it for the first time a couple years ago at my friend Jacqueline's house. And I was like, this is so fun. So then I made chili, the same recipe she made or a couple weeks ago or this week. And I had no idea chili in, in fall or that was all. T- yeah. I, I kind of thought chili was more of a summer thing. Oh, no. Like a chili cook-off? No, that's winter. I had no idea. Don't they do the Malibu chili cook-off right around, like, now? No idea. Oh, no, Never chili. heard of it. You didn't have chili at football games? Nope. Oh. I never really had chili ever. <laughs> oh, we did chili at football games because it was so fucking cold. And then you got all the cheddar on top. Oh, I put cheddar and the Fritos on top. Yes. And, like, uh, some sour cream. Mm, I'm like, uh, mm, 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 mm. so good. It's so good. I love a good chili. Yeah. Actually, uh, I was at Trader Joe's the other day, and they had a vegetarian chili. And I was going to get it because I prefer a vegetarian chili if I'm just eating it myself. But they had the they had weird, like, fake meat in it. Oh. I just wanted, like, beans and and stuff. Yeah. I don't want the weird fake meat. Yeah. But then it's like, what is chili without without meat? Right. It's just beans. Beans do. But really, it's a vehicle for cheddar cheese. Right. And that's what you were looking for. And that's really all I care about. Yeah. So that was really it. I mean, I didn't really have... I was, like, you know, back in the 90s, early 2000s, like... You did trick-or-treating. No, I did trick-or-treating, of course. But, like, there were some 
costumes that, you know, were not PC. And I was a little uh-huh. brown girl, so I got away with a lot of different ethnicities. Uh-huh. We'll just say that. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was Jasmine a lot. Yeah. I was Pocahontas a lot. And I was like, but I kind of look like all of these girls. And, you know, every little girl wanted to be. Because nobody At the was time, thinking. there was no Tiana. So I had to just right. pick whoever was brown. Right. And also, when you're very little, like, it doesn't cross your mind that it's like, no, I shouldn't be wearing this. It's like, I love Princess Jasmine. I want to be Princess Jasmine. You well, know? you also know the, the famous photo of me and my mom. Which famous photo? When I'm at Pocahontas. Oh, no. Was she? My mom wore her military outfit. Oh, no. <laughs> Because my mom didn't have a costume. My mom's in the military, so she's like, I'll put on my Air Force uniform. So my mom's holding me, her little brown child. I'm in Native American clothing, and she's in her full military getup. And I'm like, this photo did guys, not age well. You guys will never see it. But um, I've never even seen it. Oh, oh yes, it exists. <laughs> and I'm like, again, we're not. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was no foresight in that. Yeah. And I do no. get that she was like, I don't have a costume. Right. My, this. Harm, it was a harmless. And I'm brown. It was just the optics didn't look right. Oh, no, no, no. End. In retrospect, we're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why in the beginning she was like, this is, hey, this is a guy. I'll just do this. Yeah. And then it's like this little, this white woman walking around <laughs> with this little Native American child. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting, <laughs> it definitely is an interesting Optic. <laughs> I'm trying to think if any of my. I don't think any of mine were problematic really growing up. I just remember I was always cold. I was always so cold. Really? Yes. I feel like you had so many odd interests that you wouldn't be. You would be like. Well, when I was really little, I mean, it was like I was Tinkerbell. I was a bumblebee. I was Alice in Wonderland. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was all like, but I refused to wear a jacket because mm-hmm. I'm like. It's going to fuck up my costume, I'm not ruining my costume. Of course. Of course. I was a zombie princess one time. Mm. I made my costume. I think I was like in fifth grade. I think it was the first time I ever made my costume. And I got moss from the craft store. And I like glued it on. And then I like dumped blood on it. And then I did my makeup with face paint. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was excited about it. Yeah, I would think you would have been like an animal like... Wrangler or like kind of like a Steve mm. Irwin kind of vibe. That was my birthday party. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I had a Desert Dave. Desert Dave. Come to my birthday party and bring all of his reptiles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way I, again, we met at the right time because <laughs> we wouldn't have yeah. crossed Pat. I couldn't have went to that as a child. Yeah. I had the best time with, with Desert Dave. Did you get in trouble a lot as a kid? No. Uh, that's a lie. I apparently, allegedly, by the time I was like three, my mom was like, you were a problem. (laughs) So she, I don't want to say beat the shit out of me, (laughs) but she like, she put me in my place. How do I say, uh, beat the shit out of me? (laughs) Yes. And her, her, I guess, (laughs) I guess the one time that really ended things for me was I was sitting in the back seat and I was kicking the back of her, like she was driving yeah. and I was just like kicking it and she was like, stop. And I was, I just kept doing it. And then she was like, if you don't stop, essentially I'm going to <laughs> whoop your ass. And so then I paused for a good 10 seconds, thought about it, kicked the back of the seat. <laughs> and I guess she like 
pulled over and, and Kenny went, uh-oh. And then, yeah, she pulled me out and beat my ass. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I guess I kind of, like, straightened out after that. I don't know. Oh. Hmm. I was very defiant until I was maybe five. Well, I'm glad you don't have any memory of this. Very, very, very m- minor. Mm-hmm. There were, oh, I also got my mouth washed out with soap a lot. <gasps> you did? Yeah. I remember being at kids' parents, uh, like, at a friend's house and that, like, happening to them. And being, <gasps> Like, you're just the friend over and you're sitting there like, what do I do? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I got, that happened to me a lot. And also my mom got called in for a parent-teacher conference in preschool because I was calling kids shitheads and assholes. Oh. And Mrs. Pereira <laughs> called my mom in, and she was like, she's calling people, like, shitheads and assholes and like, all this shit. And my mom was like, I don't even know. Like, her brother doesn't say that stuff. We don't say that stuff at home. So I've determined it must have been a past life thing. How was I so good at swearing? As you a, had to hear it somewhere. Where was I here? But, like, I was using it in the proper context. But, like, truly, my parents did not swear. Oh, really? Because, like, Connie did not swear. No. My mom did not also at this time she was like hyper christian mm, okay so we she, were going to church on sundays <laughs> i also got left at church one time <laughs> on purpose oh cuz mm-hmm. he needed to no because i kept playing on the playground and my mom said we're going and i said no i'm not bitch i didn't say bitch but that was my attitude and then she drove away oh and i had to figure it out Luckily, I knew my phone number. So I went into the church and I used the phone to call. She didn't pick up. Oh, my God. (laughs) So then I had to, like, leave messages. And then my dad, my dad was able to talk to me. But my mom would not speak to me. And how old were you? Maybe four. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of how things went for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I only remember... One time, and it was the same thing in the car. I stuck my tongue out at my mom in the <gasps> rear view mirror. You know, she's driving mm-hmm. and she looked back and I stuck my tongue out. She pulled that car over, turned around, grabbed my face, like <laughs> squeezed my cheeks together. And she's like, don't you ever do that again. And I went white. And I thought, I will never I've, disobey this one I've again. I've died. I've died. <laughs> it was like, especially when they pull the car over, you know shit is going I know. down. And you're like, oh, God. I not the car pulling over. The car being pulled over was not good. <laughs> I don't know why I kept trying to after that. And I don't know what really ended it for me. But I've got stories. Yeah. I also flipped. I flipped my mom off one time. Oh, gosh. But I had just seen that on Austin Powers 1. Oh, that was also a movie. I watched Austin Powers. And I didn't know what it meant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I watched Austin Powers so much with my mom. Yeah. Constantly over my head, over my head. It is an insanely sexual film. Yeah, it's wildly inappropriate (laughs) for a child. And I would just keep watching. I mean, I just thought, oh, this funny little kooky man. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Things did not. The second one. I watched all I of watched them. I watched all of them. And we were like six. Yes. We had the VHS tape of mm-hmm. the first one. And so nobody was watching it with me. I was just watching it by myself. But I didn't get any of the. I don't know why that was the one I was choosing to watch. Maybe I thought his voice sounded fun or something. He was so funny. I know. Actually, it is such a funny movie. It is. It's so fucking funny. 
It's classic. It's classic. It's a classic. You were Foxy Cleopatra one year for Halloween. I was. That was. I a was. Good one. That was a great one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm probably we'll not going to do much of anything, but I want to see your guys' costumes. Yeah. Um. So should we circle back on our drink and pick our hottie of the week? Oh. Ooh. Could be Heidi Klum. Oh, <gasps> that's a great one. Queen of Halloween. Queen of Halloween. I know. Hallow's Her, Eve. Her, uh, what was she last year? A worm. Was she a worm she last year? She was a year? worm. I think that was last year. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, so the ginger lemon probiotic sparkling beverage. One to Heidi Klum. I, this is kind of my flavor. See, yeah, I should give it. This is kind of my world. This is what I would call mid. Yeah, I'd give it a five or six. I'll give it a four. Because I got to choose. I'm going to give it a five. So a four and a half. It's a four and a half. I think you can drink it. You can have your like, little lunchy and you'd be fine with it. Yeah. Though it doesn't like have any caffeine. So you're kind of like, why am I drinking this? Right. You know, it probably wouldn't get you oh, through your day. It also just is another one that kind of gives me a tummy day. Yeah, anything like sparkling, probiotic, it's like too much for your stomach. Yeah. Also, like, I don't... Yeah, your stomach situation is a whole thing right now. This might not be great for it. I don't know. Also, just the flavor. In the flavor. Don't really love it. Okay. Four and a half out of Heidi Klum. All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And this week, we are answering some questions that you guys have written into us. Mm -hmm. Um, And you guys can always DM us at Am I Doing This Right Pod, or you can email us at am I doing this right pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, so one of these questions says, What are some things you have been struggling with and how are you handling them? For me, no shocker here, my health. Your health. And how I'm handling it, I talked about it in therapy today. And apparently I'm handling it pretty well. I think. Nah, I always applaud you. You do such a great job. You are faced with so many obstacles, and it's kind of like one thing after another. True. As you like heal something, something else pops up, and you yeah. do everything with humor and grace and strength. And I'm always very proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I was telling her, she was like, Do you feel like anxious or like how do you feel? And I was like, I don't even feel anxious because I've had so many like bad things like, oh, you have this or you have that. Not that I'm afraid of like learning something bad. It's almost that I'm just tired. Exhausted. Yeah. From having to do one thing after the next thing after the next thing. And just being like honestly overwhelmed by the logistics mm-hmm. of like, okay, so do I have to go like when do I make an appointment for this? And then who do I see for that? And then does the insurance go through this? And then blah, 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 blah. and it's just so much. Yeah. But I'm tired. No, it's a full-time job. It's a full-time, it's a full-time job. job. To I'll like everything else. But I'm just taking it one thing at a time. And what happens, happens. Yeah. That's all I can do. You know what my therapist always says, not always says, but has said to me like, Oh gosh, I'm gonna butcher this, but it seems like you're doing this. Like when you're driving a car and you're looking at your GPS, you can't look at the GPS and try to get where you're going by looking at the destination the whole time. You gotta focus on what is the next turn. Yes. What is the next turn? 
Right. I have to turn That's right here. That's a great here. analogy. And she's like, and if you look in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash. So you can't look backwards <gasps> and you cannot analogy. look too much forward because you're going to crash both ways. So you right. just got to focus on that next turn. Yes. You you know where you're going, but you, you don't, you just got to figure out. You're like, okay. But I'm going there, but I just need to turn left right yes, now. Yes, exactly. And that's what I told my therapist. I said, I'm not, there's no point in me like being anxious, like, oh, what if it's this? What if it's that? What if it's that? Because if it's not, then there's no point. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just, and it's interesting because I can't do that for almost every other scenario. But for my health, I'm like, eh. If I die, I die. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> not really. But it's like, I'm not afraid of it, I think. So it's like. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I understand. You've been like, through a lot. Other things, I cannot not focus on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't be like once that I'm just gonna be in the now. Yeah, you know. But maybe this one because I've just experienced so much of it. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just sticking here. Yeah, you know. So, anyways, that's what I'm currently struggling with. What are you currently struggling with? Hmm. I was struggling to think of something, and hopefully, and I know actually by the time that this episode comes out, this will no longer be a thing, but obviously we've had the writer's strike, the actor's strike, yes. and what I realized is like I felt so disconnected from my work self mm-hmm. because I also had to take off some of the year for some personal stuff, and so I was like, wow, I really haven't done my traditional like producing acting work in a long time and just like finding my rhythm again yeah and finding what can I work on that's you know SAG and WGA compliant right um and so I I think I was really struggling with that and like I'm a big routine person I'm I'm a very like entrepreneurial spirit and Mm -hmm. I feel like I kind of lost that recently yeah and so I think what the ways that I've been trying to combat that feeling is focusing on what I can't control mm-hmm. and doing my art anyways. Mm-hmm. So writing, creating, you know, performing in my own ways and just like focusing on what I can control, not right. everything else I can't control, which is that my industry has been shut down for, you know. Right. And I think another element of it was like, there's no end. During the strike, it's like, there's no, like, clear end to this. Like, this could be a year. This could be two weeks. This could be, there's no, it's so open-ended that it's just, like, you're floating around. Yeah. And there's, I mean, so many people, I mean, I'm blessed, luckily, that I, you know, don't have to worry about money. But, I mean, that was a big part of people's fears and just, you know, it, it started to take a toll. But people I do have been think. out of work. People have been out of work and it's really crazy. But the good thing is, as of the week that we're recording this, it's seeming like SAG is going to find an agreement yes. within the next week or so. So that would it, be great. Things will be picking up again, which will be really exciting. There's going to be so many projects out there. Mm, yes. There will be a lull in good content for six to nine months, though, yeah. for everyone who's consuming media. Yeah. Because nothing has been filmed. Right. <laughs> right. So also, they- you guys are not really feeling it yet, but you will in like, January to, like, June, there's going to be nothing. I've also noticed that, because, you know, I'm a movie goer. Mm-hmm. A lot of the movies that I was excited to see, got September, October, got pulled. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, you know, push them to January, Feb. So it's like, I've just been... I wonder if the Oscars will get delayed, too, because of that. Didn't the Golden Globes get delayed already? One of them already got yeah. delayed. Yeah, I'm sure. So I think, or maybe the Emmys. One of them already was like, we're not doing this 
in the time. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. But I'm just very glad that people are getting back to work. The writers are back to work. They're in writers' rooms again. I had a a meeting about one of my writing projects, which like was like so exciting because it's like I hadn't been able to do any of my shit. Right. It was funny. A couple months ago, I had a friend from out of town. (laughs) I met her just for breakfast. And it was like a Wednesday morning or something. It was like the only day that I could see her. And the place was like pretty crowded. And she's like, what, does like nobody work in this town? And I said, no. (laughs) I said, actually, no. (laughs) And she said, oh, that's right. I said, yeah, not one of these people has a job right now. No, (laughs) seriously. But hopefully there'll be really great content that does come out of this. And a lot of the writers have been, you know, working on incredible projects. Yeah. That's something to be excited about. Yay. Um, And then the last little thing we got asked was tips on living alone one day, which we have both done. Which we actually have a whole episode. We have a whole episode. We have a whole episode on living alone. But we can just give our favorite little tips. You know, mine are all security focused. Yeah. And um, I just love to like, you know, buy little... I've got a ring camera. Yeah, especially little locks and things, especially for Mm -hmm, women. mm -hmm. And if you need like a little protection thing, you can go, you know, do that. We have a friend that just got her own place and she was talking about meeting her neighbors. And I was like, honestly, me knowing my neighbors has given me so much more like feeling of safety. Like, did you hear that too? Yes. Oh, we do that all the time. It's like, we'll hear like some explosion or something. And it's like, (laughs) Uh, what the fuck was that? But also, I just know, like, if I'm screaming, somebody's coming to get me. Yeah. You know? And that's that's a good feeling. That's a great feeling. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, upping your security and knowing your neighbors. Yes. And you're going to love it. Oh, my God. It's the best. It's the best. Especially if you have an animal. Yeah. It's so nice to just, like, gain your own space and, like... Not me anymore. Do your little things. I love living with Joe, but yeah. I did love living alone. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, you guys. That's another shoot in the shit episode. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Love you. Bye.